Hi, this is Denny from Sicko and the Drolls. Hi, this is John from Armchair Martian. And you are listening to Take Off Your Pod and Cast It. And you are listening to Take Off Your Pod and Cast It. Whatever the hell that means. All right. MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Someone on Facebook said the other day that he... Uh, can make a Blink album better than Blink can now. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is bullshit. It's funny. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, well, let me... Let me start. Mm. We should bring up the uh, email. What email? Don't we have an email? Oh, yeah. It's just the name of the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Like, you tell can... us what you think. Oh, yeah. yeah Give us topics to talk you, about. You should, you should tell us what you think on uh, the review section on the Apple podcast app. Cause that definitely helps. That, that too. helps. It makes it like go to the top of list and like the genre podcast and yeah, help help us make the charts. And if you want to email us about some stuff and tell tell us that we suck, you can take <laughs> off your pod and cast it at gmail dot com. I've had like three people, like three or four more people agree to uh, like record an intro stinger for us. Oh, nice. But I feel like I tell them the name of the podcast and I'm like, oh, never mind. Really. Yeah. Why? Wow, it's a cool. I thought it was a clever name. I don't know. I th- I I feel like Blink has like a stigma to him. You know. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Like a lot um, of people think are like Blink are the guys that cashed in on it. You know, they're the sellouts. Oh. Well, I mean, they did cash in on it, but they did it did it pretty decently. So I had like three people, and I always like leave out the name. Like, hey, could you do this thing for us? And they're they're like, oh yeah, for sure. And then. They say, like, what's the name of the podcast? And I, I never hear from them again. They, they don't like, respond after that? Okay. Just, nope. That's, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Let's just, like, get people to pretend to be celebrities. Oh, yeah. That kind of sound like them. Yeah. Hey, this is Travis Barker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get somebody that, like, that like, can, like, do good do good mock voices, you know? <laughs> All right, so. MGK. Machine Gun Kelly. So, I really like this new genre of like uh, like the emo rap I guess yeah. this falls under emo rap yeah, slash definitely. pop punk yeah yeah it's, it's definitely very emo rap but I guess it started with uh, Lil Peep in like 2016 2017 yeah. and then uh... I got a lot of bands uh, Smart Death Wikifaze Springs Eternal which is the guy from Tiger's Jaw, so that's another kind of like mixing yeah, of the genres. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Jumex, Lil Lotus, Rob Star, Juice World, uh, and I Lil Peep formed some kind of like little group with Wicked Phase. And it was called Goth Boy Click. I, I had no idea that was, that was Lil Peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen some of their kind of out of my YouTube. element here. If you can't yeah. tell. Yeah, I mean it's cool. A it's little cool. peep. Uh, little Lotus. L- little Peep. Little yeah. Wayne. I used to laugh so hard when people at elementary school would be like, Little Wayne. <laughs> I was in middle school. Little Wayne. He was cool. Uh, produced by Keith Varon, Machine Gun Kelly, o- Omer Feddy. I don't know how to pronounce that guy. Uh, Travis uh, Barker and Nick Mira. And yeah. Nick Mira produced uh, Lucid Dreams by Juice World. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Uh, so yeah, like... Did he die? Juice World? Yeah. Yeah, I think the anniversary of his death was just a couple of days ago. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll be like two or three weeks. It's like a trend it. in the genre. Oh, like, yeah. Like, overdosed. Oh. Did Juice World overdose, or did he... Something uh, else happen? Uh, yeah, I think it was an overdose. 
Uh, I, they, they say it's like, yeah, 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 they won't rule it as a suicide because they really think that he just like actually overdosed unintentionally. So Such a... Yeah. That's a bummer way to get oh. the podcast started. Yeah. You know, I feel like I could totally be... I mean, I know he's dead and I'm pretty sure it hasn't been an overdose, but I, I could be totally lying about it not being a suicide. They might have ruled it a suicide. I don't know. I just I just feel like I read that, that it wasn't. But anyway, that that actually... It's, 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 it is relevant to bring that up, though, because like... Uh, um, I don't want to skip ahead since we're going to kind of go through the tracks of this album. Uh, but Play This When I'm Gone, I think. Mm-hmm. That that song's got kind of the same feeling that Juice World uh, and Little Peep were, were, were doing uh, yeah, with, the, with the I'm gonna die thing. You know, like, it's weird, like man, I'm so like, sad. So. That's like sort of the, some of the themes of the emo rap genre. And I, I love this genre. It's so like... It's it's so new and it feels like very fresh and like mm. undiscovered, you know? Like it's just uncharted waters. And yeah. uh like Blink, if you listen to the, their new newest album 9, mm-hmm. like it's very much in this vein of Yeah. And it's cool because now Travis Barker is like sort of merging those two worlds. Like mm-hmm. he's doing Machine Gun Kelly and stuff with Yellow Wolf and and Blink, yeah. Yeah, and then Blink and it's just cool that uh I know. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Like I know a lot of people hit it on the new Blink album, but I like it, California. Their album before Nine mm-hmm. was like kind of like a throwback, like we talked about last week with the evolution of the sound. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to that episode. But uh, Nine was like a step in a new direction in this type of uh, this weird genre. Yeah, and like you said, it's really cool. It's on. Un- it's kind of uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm just going to save what I was going to say for that. But yeah. yeah, I agree. It's uncharted territory. I'll, I'll just say that when we get to that song. Cause... Anyway, do you want to go track by track and start talking about them? Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, right off the bat, this feels like Blink-182, California. And I I don't think it's just because of Travis Bark. It's like, I don't know if Travis... I didn't look to see if he, like, co-wrote the stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to say he did, but it's very, like, California blank, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, I... Especially in the beginning, in the first couple of songs. Yeah, like, the first half of the album, it's, like, very blank. And I, I like that. It's cool, again, like, sort of that merging of the genre. It's, like, mm-hmm. genre-bending. Yeah. Like, what is this weird... Because it's, like, uh, he's, like, singing over sort of hip-hop-type beats and... I don't know. Yeah, it's um, yeah, no, I, t- I totally see what you're saying. But what, what I noticed, so okay, when when this first song, so the title track, they do a little intro thing, and then, uh, it, like and then it sounds like California Blank, right? But the thing that I've noticed is that like, as much as like, this album gets compared to like Blank stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, always because of drumming and you know the fact that right. it's a pop punk album, but the guitar is so different. Like, it, it doesn't sound like a Tom guitar tone. Right. And to me, Tom's guitar tone is, like, the the Blink sound most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So when I first started listening to this, I was like, this doesn't sound like Blink. Right. And then I was like, what, what is this? Because the, the guitars are very thin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. And um, this song feels like a parody of pop punk. and mm-hmm. it, A parody of pop punk and a parody of emo rap because he's, like, he's got some, like, terribly edgy lyrics in this Dude, one. Dude, I wrote that down. Yeah, yeah. it's like, what, what, what is, you, you got it quoted or 
Uh, I wrote. Um, first of all, I want to say this, I I like I love this album. Like I probably won't listen to it again, but I love that it exists because I'm I want it. It like moves the needle for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And I wrote down that it's kind of like the Dookie or the Enema of the State of emo rap. Mm-hmm. Like so far, it's just been kind of like little blips on the map. Like uh, there's a song called Body Bag that I really like. That's very like ooh, that's really interesting mm-hmm. and I feel like this is an accumulation of everything I'm like whoa this is what this genre could be you know yeah um but if we're like for the genre this is big you know because it moves the needle mm-hmm. but if we're calling it a pop punk album then it's on a level with like Simple Plan or Bowling for Soup or like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean it's not like top tier pop punk mm-hmm. um but yeah, I wrote down some of the lyrics. Uh, I put not a huge fan of his voice or lyrics. Um, uh, if I were a painter, I'd be a depressionist. <laughs> he says that in this song. Yeah. I, I or, no 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 that's the it's either in the first or second song. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't catch that lyric, but I did catch the I use a razor to take off the edge, uh, yeah. jump off the ledge. They said or some shit like that. Yeah, not but, terribly original uh, lyrics. Um, Kiss, kiss the bottle all night. Like, okay. oh yeah, on that next song. Oh yeah. my god. I, I do think Kiss, kiss has kind of got some good instrumentals though. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not gonna lie. And the instrumentation is like really cool. Like, and even the melodies are good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of the lyrics here is like, oh yeah. boy. Um, and also his voice. I'm not. I'm not crazy about his voice. Like the way he, uh, just like just the way he sings. You know. Yeah. You know, sometimes when he's like really. When they're playing like actual like regular baseline pop punk stuff, mm-hmm. his voice actually kind of works there. Yeah. But um, I I think for the actual emo rap stuff, I don't like his voice as much. I would like him to just maybe do regular rap music. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, but like kind of I mean, a ballsy move to put this out. Like yeah. Last time I heard of Machine Gun Kelly, he was beefing with Eminem. You yeah. know, and it was that song that was like, uh, let's talk about it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then all you know, all of a sudden. He's putting out pop punk. I don't yeah. know if those things are related. Well, I, I I think maybe he just kind of realized it was time to do something. He's like, oh man, different. I got this pretty hard. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do pop punk now. Yeah, I see so many memes about that, but I think like I don't know. I think this this thing worked. It's it's like not my favorite. It's it, not 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 really for me, really. But uh, who's this for? That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, who's this uh, album for? You know? Okay, so I, I'm 21, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's gonna be a lot of 21 year olds that enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I would say the biggest market is you're gonna get probably like twelve year olds to like early high school is yeah. really gonna be who this hits for because I think that on okay so like depression and like issues like that right. I mean, they're real right I mean mm-hmm. like I, I've got stuff that I need to be medicated for like I know it's real so I'm not dissing uh, denouncing it but. I think in our culture now, it is, like, kind of cool to self-loathe. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, or it's just, like, the norm. Like, it's a coping mechanism for people that really, uh, like, laughing and humoring yourself is a coping mechanism for people that actually have issues, but I think that kind of rubs off on people that don't necessarily have issues, and then sometimes they might even create issues for themselves because they just self-loathe But especially for the sake of in pop-punk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and so, like, okay, so pop-punk is for, like, middle school, high schoolers, like, that's, like, their, their target demographic, mm-hmm. and then, and then people that are maybe, like, immature college students, right? Mm-hmm. And then, what, what, you know, once it gets past that, it's just people that are either nostalgic about it, or, you know, but, I, 
So, I mean, like, if you think about the demographic for pop punk, this one has the same one. So, I, even at 13, I was too cynical to, like, for a lyric like that to <laughs> to, 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 to really, like, yeah. d- do anything for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that, like, a 13-year-old, like, an average 13, 12-year-old could probably hear this and be like, yeah, yeah. So, this is what, and I think that's why it's so important because it's going to, like, shape kind of what that younger generation wants from, like, emo and pop punk music yeah you know so uh, i think it's cool and, and I, I think it's worth saying like there's some, something on this album that i've never heard before and i'm sure that it is i'm sure that it has been done but probably not in a mainstream album like this mm-hmm. um i think it's the song drunk face it's either drunk face or bloody valentine but they uh uh they have like that that rap hi-hat I'm pretty sure that is drunk face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and it's like, but Travis drums over it. Like mm-hmm. it's cool. Like and he's using a hi hat, like a regular hi hat too. And so yeah. it's like uses a whole different kind. Of the the like the electronic hi hat uses like a whole different kind of instrument. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. The way that it blended like emo rap with pop punk like that mm-hmm. was like a really cool. And that that's something from this album. Like I think in, instrument instrumentation wise, like it's like. It, it is kind of groundbreaking in in some ways. Like and I'm excited for to see other artists. Yeah, I wish Blink like would have went heavier into that with Travis, you know? like Yeah, and I think they, I, they might now. I they, mean, I they could were totally, going into that direction for yeah, sure. Yeah, I could, I could totally see their 10th album being like... So, okay, so a little off topic. My, uh, my, this is my prediction for Blink, right? Yeah. Okay. We always end up talking about Blink. I, I know, but <laughs> the, okay, so this 10th album, right? Mm-hmm. The 10th album, they're probably, they're probably going to put out a 10th album like next year or the next year. It's going to be super, like, heavy on, like, the emo rap side, right? Mm-hmm. And then... And then, then Tom's gonna come back to the band. I, I think he's gonna come back for for an eleventh album. What are they? I, and, and I think with be, uh, what's his name? Yeah, with Matt Skiba. And Skiba? I think they'll I think they'll be a four piece. I think they'll be a four piece for a second. I, I just in the middle of the night I woke up and had that had that thought, and <laughs> oh I was like, God. I was like, they're gonna make a tenth <laughs> album that sells kind of well. And mm-hmm. it's very different than what they did with Tom, and then Tom's gonna want to do something with them again because he'll find the band interesting again because he, he kind of said that he didn't find. Blink interesting anymore that it wasn't really doing it for him the yeah, way that he, he was, could. Like we talked about, he was trying to like push it into like a U two like giant stadium like yeah, you know, yeah. It's uh, I don't know, man. That would be super interesting. And and nine really made Blink interesting to me again too. Like I wasn't a huge fan, kind of like this album. Like I'm not the biggest fan of this, and I probably won't revisit it mm-hmm. much. But like I like that this exists because it's kind of working towards something interesting. I want to see yeah. where it goes. Yeah, I agree. I wish this album had more uh, blending of genres on it. Like, I wish there were more features. Like, I wish... But I was listening on the way here to uh, World War Three, and I'm 99% sure that Mark Hoppus sings on the background of that. Yeah. Oh, we, we gotta search that up when we leave here when we get in. But why not, because I, why not I wish I featuring Mark Hoppus? Like, that would be... So cool and to have on the album. Maybe he's just doing a Mark Hoppus impression because he's making yeah pop punk. But I, I I don't know. It did sound. I I didn't hear that too. But it even sounds like a Mark melody, like the background melody. Yeah. It's like it's just some Oz like uh yeah. Know. The yeah. That's... But it sounds very much like Mark. But you what? know, like there's a band called Nothing Nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like an emo rap. Yeah. That, they, they had a song with Dashboard. With Dashboard. Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. And Lil Peep had a song with uh, Fall Out Boy. I just yeah. wish there were more features on this that were like, uh, 
kind of blending those two genres. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about that, there are some good features. There. Yeah, I think for sure. This is okay. So what? I don't really have much to say about Bloody Valentine, but it is, I think, maybe possibly my favorite song on the album. But uh, Forget Me Too is the next one after that with Halsey, and that's like the only time I've ever liked Halsey as a feature on anything. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Halsey's music on her own, but I think she actually sounds cool doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, her voice sounds like very. It's just out there more than it usually is. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I think she needs to do. Maybe, maybe she'll make it out like this. <laughs> like I, I, I like that. What, what about this trippy red guy on All I Know? And it. What is it? The, the the trippy red. That's a feature. I have no clue. Uh, yeah. He, he was pretty... I took notes for the first half of the album, and then I was like, "This is pretty much all the same. Like it's all blended what? to me." Yeah, it's, especially the first half of the album. It is all like, I mean, yeah. it's all the same. And kind then it of gets stuff. kind of more hip hop, like more hi hats, yeah. more stuff like you know. You, it has its few features in the middle, and then it hits lonely, and it's got this like this like. This kind of thing. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. Let's stop playing that. It's gonna, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get flagged. Yeah. The whole podcast will be taken down. I could. Yeah. I don't know, man. His voice. Uh, sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It's the way he like. <laughs> you just heard it, you know. Oh. What about this concert for aliens thing? That, that's it's got to be a blink, like homage, right? It's very yeah. It's gonna be a monster to blink. blink yeah, because because they do the they do the, like the whole in the Kevin and Barracuda interlude right before the song. It's they like even a like goofy... they do like a little skit, yeah. kind of like I mean I I guess Blink kind of had some skits early on. But also hip hop has always done that, you know. Like if you listen to like an old Dr. Dre album, yeah, yeah, you know, they would have like a, a little skit. That's true. It con- what's what's the college dropout? That college dropout and late registration have so many skits mm-hmm. on them. But it's so. cool, you know. It's cool that he's like blending that. He's got to be careful though. Because this could get cringy so fast, you know. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I personally don't even see him making another album like this. But then, do you think, or do you think? I mean, his marketing is nothing the, but this now. Yeah, that is true. Actually, and I, and I, and I say that, and I, I say that, forgetting that I already read that him and Travis have worked on more music together. Yeah. But if they do, I, I hope he leans. I don't know. It's hard, man. That yeah. that's why it's exciting to see. Like, where's he gonna go? And I wish Blink would have like featured Machine Gun Kelly, vice versa. I wish they would have had more hip hop. Uh, yeah, you know. Maybe they will. What if when uh, Tom goes goes back to Blink, they just like let's just get MGK in here, and then they just. <laughs> <laughs> and Blink has been trying to do that for a while. Like I feel like that's all Travis Barker. Because I saw an interview. I remember maybe like ten years ago where Travis was saying like his dream is to do like an alter like a an album that's just all of his influences together mm-hmm. like hip hop and and uh like alternative rock and stuff like that and like, like Scott and shit like he's a big just everything guy. yeah and this is i feel like we're kind of getting into that territory with blink and and this it's yeah. all Travis Barker you yeah know? the 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 Travis Barker verse and they tried to bring yeah and they tried to bring Yellow Wolf into this uh on dogs eating dogs, you know. Oh, they were saying they tried to bring him in for this no, album. No, no. I was like, that'd be. They tried to merge like hip hop and and Blink, like what was that 2012? Yeah. And it didn't really work, but they were trying to like, they tried to do Blink, and then the bridge was just like rapping, and yeah. then back to Blink. But if they did something like this, it's like you have to choose, you know, like he's got to sing over the stuff. Like I don't know, you can't yeah. go back and forth. It's got to be like a blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this blends it really well. I mean, I don't know how. What would you rate this album? Um, out of ten. 
I don't know. Like, like I said, it's not kind of okay. hard, huh? Oh, uh, let's see. Like, if I'm rating it, like, just based on like how much I like it personally, like opinion, it would probably would probably be like a four or five. But out of ten, yeah. yeah. But but I, I get it. But uh, like, if I if I'm just being objective, because like music is music is subjective, but part of re- realizing that is that like you have to be objective when you look at it, because mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna ha- like the way it's subjective to you is not gonna be the way it is to them. Right. I don't know. My terminology is really messed up there. I need to learn bigger words, but, but, <laughs> but, but I, I hopefully you get what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I, I've learned to be a little more objective about it. Um, it's but when it's something that I don't don't particularly love because, I, like I said, I, I really I can see people like the age group that it's primarily marketed to mm-hmm. really really digging um, this, and I think what it'll do is uh, uh I I don't know, I I could totally see a kid like their dad liked like blank right. And they're like mm-hmm. talking about concert for aliens, and their dad's like, "Haha, that's cool." Like, you know, uh, you know, like like Tom DeLonge had this obsession with, you know. And then the kid might go back and listen to Blank if they really hadn't, you know. Yeah, and aliens have been like a a pop punk thing for some reason. Yeah. aliens are very pop punk. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's kind of like it's like childish to believe in aliens, like, and like uh, pop punk is like a youthful. The waves yeah. have alien stuff. Yeah. Like I, like I mean like like really back to the youthful the youthful thing of like pop punk like you you always said uh, that it's like 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 it, it is a thing that people like kind of like stay in their youth for right and uh, like when you're a kid like aliens are way more real I mean I don't know after I saying the other day I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pro alien yeah I gotcha but, but but like but you see what I'm saying like it's just like when you're a kid like saying it's real aliens could be real yeah like Bigfoot's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I think all those are real except for Santa still, but, like, that's just me. I would give this album, like, a six and a half out of ten. Six? And that that's, like, that's your opinion of it, though, right? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard because on a if you're listening to it as a pop-punk album, you know, it's, like, a six and a half. Like I said, like, Bowling for Soup. Yeah. You know, because it's kind of, like, cliche and cheesy, and the music isn't particularly unique for like a pop punk thing but as far as like this new yeah. genre of emo rap pop punk you know like then it's like a nine out of ten you know yeah no i i uh yeah I, I, that's that's kind of what i was gonna say about, about having to be objective it's like i would give it like an eight or nine because i think it's like really like you said push some boundaries yeah for the genre of music and i want to hear what everybody thinks like send us yeah, send yeah. us emails. Send us. Uh, we're on Instagram. At take yeah. off your pod and cast it. Leave comments because I want to. I want to like have a community for the podcast. Like I yeah. want. I want to know who's listening. I want to talk about stuff with everybody. Yeah, comment on our Instagram. Maybe we should make a Twitter. I feel like podcasting on Twitter. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I I I I think. I I think it's it's definitely pushed some boundaries. What you said about the guitar stuff though um like it's not like particularly like super like groundbreaking or interesting for a pop punk album i i think like they didn't have to be this time because this mm-hmm. is like kind of the first thing yeah mainstream like this That's but i think point. it will if he is to do another album if he if they're really smart about it and are like looking for success mm-hmm. i think the guitar will be better and probably more complex yeah um, less cliche pop punk guitar, because there's bands right now that make pop punk that aren't aren't cliche pop punk. You know, like like Tiger's Jaw. Right. You know, like that. Like they're not. So. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me is that every all the producers were hip hop 
not hip hop, but like they produce emo rap and stuff like yeah. that. So maybe he needs to bring in someone that is more familiar yeah. with like, you know, he needs to find the his other Jerry. side. He needs to find his Jerry Finn. He needs to have two two guys from both sides like yeah. talk about it. You know, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he had Travis, right? You know, I don't really know the other people. Yeah, the other guys. I looked at their uh, like credits, and nothing that I recognized except for the Juice World guy. Mm. So, yeah. if you could bring in somebody like, uh, maybe not, uh, what's his name from Goldfinger, that does mm. all Blink's albums now. Not Trombino. Uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah. That's all I got to say about that, really. <laughs> I got I, nothing else. I I would like to see uh, the dude the dude that did the first two uh, MCR albums. They could mm. bring that dude in. I don't know who that is. I, I I don't know his name. But those albums are good. Yeah, those albums are good, and they. I I, I like I've seen members of that band talk about how good of a producer that guy. I forgot his name. We gotta talk about my chemical romance. We we do we do. We need a whole episode. We were going to do MCR Universe, which is like, I was thinking like the Killjoys, you know? Do you yeah. know about all that? Yeah. Like, and he's got a new ongoing comic series what, uh, right what, now that's that like one? diving back into that universe. What is that one called? Uh, National Anthem. Oh. Yeah, Fabulous Life. The True... I didn't, I didn't even know that was him. Like, I've seen that pop up on my Twitter. I didn't yeah, know The True was. Life of the Fabulous Killjoys. That's all. That's like... That, that's his like main... That's like the... the universe starter but mm-hmm. right? you know he did a doom patrol for a minute and that was really freaking he's done a good. lot of comics look at his uh look at his thing he's created a lot he's created like gotham characters and you know he's got his own killjoy stuff and he's, oh, he's created Gotham like, characters for like he created umbrella academy yeah okay yeah because like, they, got, they got a netflix show for that i still haven't seen that it's but, crazy yeah but that's, really a, that's an episode for another day. Yeah, we should do that. I, I kind of want to do, the way that we, we did an album review for this, I kind of want to do something like that for, uh, for like, one of those early MCR releases. I feel this like. could be, like, a... Like, Jesus we could do, like, a album review episodes. Like, we have episodes where we have topics, and then we have, like, here's an album review episode, you know? Yeah. Kind of like uh, Joe Rogan does, like, Fight Companions that are episodes <laughs> yeah. within his normal podcast we just have album review episodes within our regular podcast yeah let's do that That'd be but cool. anyway that's some inside baseball yeah baseball cut some of that out they don't want to hear that yeah all right well see you next week check us out on uh instagram and our email check out your podcast at yeah. gmail.com go check out our email maybe send us one yeah mm-hmm.